This is a HeadGum Podcast. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami, you've got style. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I... I'm H. Allen Scott. And I am Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it. Yes, we do. Yeah. Today, uh, we just watched season three, episode 22, Rose's Big Adventure. Oh, what which, a non-adventure I know, which was. is a non-adventure, which yeah. aired on March 12th, 1988, and is the episode where... Rose is dating a guy who's retired and is boring, and then he decides he's going to go on a big adventure, and then decides not to, and the girls try to remodel the garage. It's... It's a... It's a... It's... You can tell they were getting close to the end of season three. Yeah. It's like... It's an okay episode. A lot of stuff happened in this episode that I was very confused by, um... A lot of stuff. Yeah. I, I have so many questions. You also have a cold. You might want to tell people. <clears throat> yes, guys. I apologize. <laughs> I have a little bit of a thing. I've been, I've been sick now for eight days. Ugh. There's no end in sight. There's no end in sight. It won't. <coughs> it, it won't end. So I apologize. I'll try my best not to cough. George Coe was, was the guy who... Whatever, we'll oh, get to it. It doesn't matter. It, okay. It doesn't matter. Rose's like Big Adventure. We've been so cynical these past few episodes. Well, I think because there was... You can tell there was a shift towards the end of season three. What are the last few episodes of season three? You can tell there was well, a... Well, we sh- just watched Larceny and Old Lace, which, again, Mickey Rooney is lovely, but I feel like they didn't utilize him as much as they could have. I mean, the next episode coming up is our live episode, and it's... Oh, and that's mixed, a good one. It's a good one. It's, it's a good blessed. one. It's the one where Michael, Michael, whew, swoon boner party, comes back to, like, marry um, the older black woman. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. a good one. That's, that's a good a, one. I'm really excited about that um, <clears throat> So the episode starts in the garage. Uh, the women are converting their garage into a guest room because they have family coming to visit in a few weeks, which... That's never stopped them. Like, every time they have... What if this was foreshadowing Michael coming back? Maybe it was. Oh, maybe it was. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't it it a surprise when he came back? I don't uh, know. I don't remember. But still, you know, they always have family in town, and they always just share beds and everything. So the fact that... I don't know. And and also, yeah. But don't they need... Like, there are four women, three of whom... I believe have a car. We only ever see one car in that driveway Can when you it pulls up. Imagine they all share a car. I feel like they all share a car. <laughs> or in, in, yeah, because we only ever see one car in the driveway. But they then, gotta, when no, I was thinking that, I was like, oh well, maybe the other ones park in the garage. But yeah. now that they're converting the garage, where are they going to park? I no, guess I they would it's... just all move. Like, oh Rose, I got to get out. You park behind me. Will you move your car? Yeah, and then she's like, oh, that reminds me of the time. Yeah, I don't I know. Had to so, move a cow. So, Can you, have you ever parallel parked a cow? Whatever. I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing what would be a, a what would be story. a bit. Um, yeah. So, but they have a contractor there who's this like guy in a suit, this sleazy guy in a suit named Ernie. Do you need a yeah. contractor to to just to to do, redo oh, a garage? You yeah. Think so? Oh, okay. you definitely do, especially if you're. I mean, if you're not inclined to that kind of work, of course you okay, would. Okay, so I you, would. They have a contractor. What confused me was at the end of the scene. 
he he took off his jacket and sort of rolled up his sleeves as if he was the guy who was doing the work in the garage. I think he was. He got to work. He took off his jacket and right, he went in the corner wear and started suits? work. Right, but then why wear Because he's a douche. I don't know. But he's like such an asshole guy. He's like... He's like, uh, they're like, you know, hey, Ernie, I thought you said it was going to be done. He's like, yeah, well, it's not. What are you, you going to do? You, do, you, do you want it done fast or do you want it done right? And yeah. then Sophia's like, which is like, before you answer, he's not talking about the bedroom. It's <laughs> very funny. Which is like every contractor, <clears throat> if you think about it. Like, I don't know. I've never worked with a contractor Oh, really? Before. I once, some a friend of mine, a really good family friend of mine, I was helping her with her contractor when she was getting her kitchen done. And there was a plumber that came over. And I've never seen... A plumber this attractive, like you know the stereotype of plumbers coming over. Oh yeah, to, the like, ass crack. Work the on my chunky type. guy. No, I'm talking about the sexy plumber, like the the porn setup plumber. Oh, do you know have that in your fantasies? Maybe just no, me. No, I don't. This guy was perfect. Mine would probably be a pizza guy because he'd come with pizza. That's the sexual turn on for you, the pizza. Well, yeah, I think if. Yeah. You know, if you, you need to wash your hands after eating Domino's pizza and having sex because it can burn the insides. I've learned that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's a little... Wait, Domino's pizza or any pizza? I don't know. I have, I've I've only ever experienced it with Domino's and I didn't want to experience it again. So. All right. So just make... Well, I feel like if the pizza guy came over, hopefully he'd come bring it over in one of those things that keeps it warm. And then he has hand wipes. Well, then we'd, we'd do it and then we'd have pizza afterwards. Oh, so you have cold pizza. No, I just said he would bring it over in one of those warmer things. You know? But how long do those things actually work? I don't know. We don't know how long we're going to be knocking boots for. Yeah, probably like five minutes, ten minutes. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I want pizza, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're you're really bad at sex when like midway through you're thinking of that bowl of cereal you're going to have after he leaves. That's really funny. That's that's literally my Well, see, I live with life. I live with Stan, so yeah, well, I, I don't. I live with Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> For all you new listeners, Frasier is H. Allen's cat. Um, okay, so the contractor's a dick. Um, total dick. Total, total dick. dick. So the girls go into the living room, and Rose is canoodling. She is cuddling up with she this motherfucker. Is, they're she getting is their it. cuddle on with Al. They're sipping champagne. Out of Al just retired. Yeah. She's all like, I'm gonna get it. He sold his deli, which makes me wonder how much money he got for well, it. Well, we don't know that yet, because we haven't seen what we what Right, we I'm so curious to know how much he got for it. Um... So it's Miami and real estate. He probably had it for 20, 30, 40 years if he's retiring. So, I mean, he probably made it pretty pretty. Okay. All right. Maybe. Um, so the actor's name is George Coe. He was a big time actor, actually. He yeah. Liked, he was in Kramer versus Kramer. A lot of big movies. Mm-hmm. Funny yeah. people. Definitely recognizable. Yeah. Is he still alive? Uh, no, he died in 2015. Aww. R.I.P. Oh, one year ago. Um, but Rose is Rose is super into Al. Mm-hmm. He, you know, she says after he leaves, because he's just retired now, he's like, you know, he's looking forward to the next chapter in his life. And after he leaves, Rose is, and she's also wearing like a darker shade. Did you notice yeah. her lipstick was like sort of a darker purple? I her was like, ooh, lips. Rose is going goth. Yeah. Um, but uh, she, at one point she gets all giddy and she says, he thinks I'm neater than hard salami. <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have repeated that. It was said in a moment of passion, which to me it's like, I mean, that's such a rose, that's such an adorable rose moment. What's, there's a line from Grumpy Old Men about salami and it's really oh, funny. Oh, when, yeah, Burgess Meredith, he has all those things where he's like, yeah. would you like to touch my hard salami? Yeah. My... Something cannoli, yeah. my meaty, my meaty manicotti. It's amazing. He has so many of those. Um, 
I had to squirt my cat, guys. That's the sound you heard. Yes. <laughs> um, so then Ernie, the contractor, comes back in. Again, terrible attitude. Yeah. And Dorothy's basically like, wait, wh- why are you leaving? You were we here 10 minutes. You've only been here 10 minutes. Why aren't you working? And then she's like, if you walk out that door, you can forget about coming back. And then makes a joke about how she sounds like she's on like a soap opera. Yeah. And he's literally just like, eh, all right. And walks out the door. I'm just like, this guy must be a... He His must business make, must be failing. He must not make any money, yeah. Right. Um, so then they're talking about how they need to find another contractor. Yeah. And I love Sophia's recommendation is to torch the garage, collect the insurance, and build a summer house with a view of the ocean. You know, can I tell you something? My mother thinks the exact same way. Really? Yeah. There was one time where... At band camp? I, yes. Where I had to... I had to... I, I needed something very badly, and I didn't have the money, and she was like, break the TV. <laughs> Make a claim, break the TV. <coughs> you, but you I didn't had to do it. I did not do it. I did. Right? Yes, I did. I do have renter's insurance, um, but I didn't do it. I love it. Break, break the TV. My mom is Sophia. She's. I also love that Sophia thinks you could just torch the garage and then not burn down the rest of the house. I mean, if you if it, you can have an isolated fire, right? But if it's a controlled fire, then that looks that that and screams we arson. We don't know if this garage is detached or not. Oh no, we do. No, it's, we do it's, know. It's attached. Oh, we didn't talk about so this the weird opening where they zoomed in on the garage. Like we've never seen that part. We've of never it. seen them. We've seen a weird zoom yeah. in the opening of a scene. But yeah, it was very funny. We're going. Wait, what are they doing? Oh, okay, they're in the garage. Garage, yeah. But yeah, those zooms are very strange. Um, so she wants to torch the garage. So the next day in the kitchen, Dorothy's hang- on the phone. She's they've called every contractor in the book. Everyone. And what we can assume based on the conversation she's having with this contractor. Because she's like, oh, yes, I've heard that phrase. He's been, we, we can assume he's well, told her to go fuck herself. Well, let's set it herself. up. So he, he, she, says, <coughs> she says, oh, yeah, I've heard that expression, but I've also heard the expression that there's a fool born every day. And then she, there's a pause, and then he, she says, oh, yes, I am familiar with that expression. So we can just assume every contractor, because she's basically saying this is what our budget is, this is what we want done. You can basically assume that every contractor has been like, oh, yeah, lady, go fuck yourself. Like, I, I have a feeling they're all, the contractor they're all would assholes. say, suck my dick. Maybe, but can't you just be like, oh, I'm so sorry, just like the scope of work that you're asking for, it's actually in the budget that you have, it's not really feasible. But let me come back, here's what we can do with your budget. Nobody's saying that, everybody's just going like, no, lady, go fuck yourself. Just All the contractors in Miami are terrible business Horrible people. people. Um, so... Uh, so Rose comes in and she's upset because now that Al has retired, all he wants to do is sit around all day and watch TV, which that sounds amazing to me. That's basically my life. Same here. (laughs) Like that's all Stan and I do is, I mean, we've been both been sick this past week, so we've watched a lot of TV, but when I get home from work, I put on my comfy pants and Stan and I sit around like... Monday nights were Bachelor Night. Tuesday nights was uh, yeah. O.J. Simpson show. We just... It, that sounds so great to me. Yeah, yesterday it was raining. All I did all day long was I watched Sense and Sensibility, and then AMC had a Jurassic Park marathon. Uh. I watched that, and then I went and performed on a show. It made $75. Oh, yay. Yeah. So all right, that sounds like a pretty good day. <laughs> that was a pretty good day. <laughs> I did all of those things, except I didn't perform in a show. I just watched more TV. Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, so then Sophia comes in... To the garage, she uh, to the kitchen. She has found someone to convert the garage. Yeah, and the women go out there, and it is a man, older named Vincenzo. Man. He's made to look older, I think, than he is. The way they did his makeup, he looked like, like stage makeup. 
Yeah, it was almost grayish. It was very yeah. corpse-like to me. Yeah. It was unsettling. He looked like, if you guys are familiar, there's this great show. Carrie, you need to be familiar with it. The HBO show Autopsy. Oh, no. I oh, it's so, that. so good. It's years, years old. It was in the 90s. But he looks like the guy who hosts that, the lead oh. autopsy dude. Who Does he have grayish skin? He just looks decrepit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so Vincenzo is a respected Italian architect who's a thousand years old and is in a wheelchair. Yes. Um... He doesn't speak any English, and Sophia says, but what he can do is he can dictate to the girls how to build something, and then they can do it, which that literally makes no sense, because first of all... It's like Ikea. It's like, well, it's worse than that. He doesn't speak English, so he's going to just say what to do, then Sophia's going to have to translate it, but then it's, it's not like you can just say... Pick up the thing and do the thing. Like you have to know how to build things because they're ba- they're converting a garage into a bedroom, guest room. Like you're laying down Drywall. carpet, you're drywalling. Just because you tell someone in another language to someone who then translates it. Also, is, is a that garage make, that just makes no sense. Is a garage ventilated? Is there air conditioning? Like, are you putting these these people in a room that's just not ventilated? It doesn't look ventilated. There are those like tiny windows up top. But here's the other thing. I saw there were electrical wires yeah. just like snaking out of the wall. So you're it's talking dangerous. about like, you need an electrician as well. Yeah. But the fact that they're like, okay, I'm just like, are you kidding? You deserve now to be in this situation yeah. if you really think that's a good not, idea. I mean, they're not contractors. It just this this whole story didn't this this whole story had no it, I didn't like it. It made no sense to me because from the get-go, it's like, this is a terrible idea and the women I liked it that it that. brought up fun moments, but yeah, <clears throat> I know what you're saying. It was just so weird to me. Yeah. Um, so then it got super creepy when, because Dorothy's like, well, how much is it going to cost? And, yeah. And, and Vincenzo does his little Italian spiel and then Sophia's like, oh, well, he says that um, you know, because he's going to be able to stand around, sit around and look at pretty women all day, he, he'll do it free of charge. Yeah. And then Sophia hands Dorothy a piece of paper and was like, here's a list of the pretty women that he wants. <laughs> now, did he make this list as a joke and give lists like, you know, like Sophia Loren? No, I think celebrity? it was legit women from the center. Okay, okay, so okay, so then that's creepy. Because but also kind of awesome. Here's what I imagine. I imagine he made a list of like young women in town that he's like no. been spying on and keeping notes on in like a very creepy I might kidnap you this if I could drive dude a van kind is of way. The shit. Literally, no. If think about it. If you get to an age where you can like have a service <laughs> and like make people work for you and the only way you need payment is to have people like if I was him, I would be like, Yeah, I want these four dudes to build this shit naked. That's the payment. Make it happen. But here's the other thing. Later on, we learn that he has cataracts, so he can't see very well, so he also thinks that the four women, or th- that they're a lot younger than they actually are, or at least the three women, Blanche, uh, Dorothy, and Rose. So if he think thinks they're young women, like, who does he want? It was just, I thought that was very, that sounded very creepy to me. I'm all about creepy. All right. Uh, so then we go into the living room. Mm-hmm. Rose is all dressed up to go to the movies. She has this cute little, like, like it's like a peach and pink sort of skirt, two-piece thing going on. But the top has, like, a little, like, little skirt. On yeah. T- you know, like, it, I don't know what that kind of yeah, called. Yeah, I don't called, either, but, but it's very 80s. Very 80s. Very 80s. And she looks amazing. And I love that she got dressed up. Even if it's just to go to the movies, she's just excited that they're yeah. going out. And Al comes over, and he takes off his coat, and he sits down on the TV, and he wants to watch, like, a rerun of Moonlighting. Yeah, or starring something. Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis, um, which, great, great show, but Rose wants to go out. That's okay. And, okay. So Rose <laughs> wants to go out, though, and he's like, 
you know, he's like, I, you know, I just retired. I, I just kind of want to sit around. And why? And also, like, why begrudge him <laughs> that? Like, why do? You, like, if you work for forty years, why do you got to be active? Well, I, well, yeah, you know what? That's true because he he has just started doing. He's just retired. At Give this him point. a month. So yeah, I, I I agree with you that I think he should be allowed to be a couch potato if he wants. But she's basically like, look, I want to do more, and and she kind of confronts him about it, and he leaves. Yeah. And then there's just this great moment where Rose goes. Damn! Yeah. Like, yeah, it was a good moment where literally yeah. he left. There's a pause, and then all of a sudden, damn! Damn! Yeah, um, it was such a blanched line. Yeah. Um, so back in the now we're back in the garage, and uh, Vincenzo is uh, sort of spouting off orders for how the women are going to miraculously convert this garage into a guest room. And by the way, we should say that. This garage, they've said the work is already halfway done. Yeah. And yet, it looks like a garage, and there's just, like, a ton of wood everywhere. Yeah. So that's what halfway done means. It means that there's just wood everywhere, I guess. So <laughs> so the first half of the job was just bringing all of the wood in, because mm-hmm. that's all that's been done. Um, but he's spouting off orders. Sophia is reciting, and she's going, he's, he'll say something, she'll say something, he'll say something. She's like, I'm in charge. I am the master. I am the walrus. Very funny <laughs> Beatles reference. Um, then, so then this, this is how he's going to, cause I was curious. I was like, wait, how is he going to dictate? How is he going to tell these women how to convert a garage? And this yeah. is literally, this is, this is the, as, as much as he gives them, it's the instructions are Dorothy, you'll hold the window in place. Rose will do the hammering. Blanche, you'll do the screwing, <laughs> which then Sophia's got a funny line where she's yeah. like, you know, she's like, I, I didn't make that one up. That one just worked out. But th- those are the extent of his directions. Yeah. And the women at that point don't go, oh, this is a bad idea. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's not. And then he pinches Blanche's butt. Yeah. Which, yeah. I can't say I blame him. But also, don't touch a woman when she doesn't give you permission to. But don't, Gotta have consent. Yeah, gotta have consent. Consent. But this was also <clears throat> 1989, and, and Anita Hill wasn't a thing yet. So, <laughs> Vincenzo says... <laughs> He'll bring in his own crew to do the yeah. rest of the work for free because Sophia says he's senile, which is why he'll do it for free. Yeah. Um, and then Al busts in yeah. to the garage, and he says that he realizes he's been wasting his life. Like Rose, you were right. I've been wasting my life. Which this is a huge turn for him. Yeah. She was literally just but like he's probably in that like PTSD retirement phase where it's like, oh my god, what am I going to do with my life? I only have years to die now. I have to go live. But do you think Rose triggered that just by saying, yes. like, I don't want to sit around yes. and watch TV? She made him face the reality that this is not life. That couch potato is not living life. All right. Maybe it was. So he says there's something that he's always wanted to do, which is sail around the world. Which, who wants to do that? <coughs> like, I, I would not want... I don't... I'm not an outdoors person. Like anything well, involving like don't... fun and sun doesn't really go together for me. But sailing around the world with someone I just met—that's weird. I, I, you know what though? I can sort of get it. If he's someone who maybe enjoyed sailing or has enjoyed traveling in the past, and he—that's like a big thing. That's a big. It's a, it's a thing. It's like a concrete thing that you can say. I'm going to set out to do this. It's an epic thing. I do think that his turn was huge for him to go from like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I do want to grab life by the horns. I'm going to sail around the world. I bought a boat with my entire life savings. Like that's, he makes these huge 
leaps and then immediately takes them back. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he decides he want, he bought a boat, all of his life savings, he wants to sail around the world. He wants Rose to go with him. Uh, so later that night, it's 2 a.m. in the kitchen. Rose can't sleep, uh, so she's cooking up a batch of Spearhoofen Krispies. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Dorothy and Blanche come into the kitchen because apparently it they smell terrible. Yeah. And this, I feel like this is a sort of an iconic uh, moment that stands out for me where the women are all, Rose explains that you have to pinch your nose because the smell's bad, but you have to pinch your nose. But when you eat it, it tastes like cheesecake, fresh strawberries, and chocolate ice cream, which that's so weird that something that tastes like that would smell so bad. Yeah, like, I mean, your taste buds are here. How does your nose dictate your taste? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, like, I, I can almost understand, like, you know, eggs, they smell like sulfur and stuff. Like, when you boil an egg, yeah. it's got a really rancid smell. But but you can at least almost say, like, okay, but I can sort of make that connection with the taste. Yeah. Something that smells so bad that the women could smell it from their bedrooms. Yeah. That, to me, is like, oh, I'm boiling an egg, not making something that's going to taste like cheesecake and ice cream. And did they all taste the cheesecake and ice cream, or was it something different? No, they all. That's all. That's what they're tasting. Okay. So, yeah. so Dorothy and Rose, they Weird. they also put their fingers over, they plug their nose, and they eat it. Which I also I don't think there's anything on the plate that Rose is handing. Yeah, I was looking. I couldn't see anything. It either. looks like they're just picking up air yeah. off the plate, and I'm just like, the women eat all the time on the show. They yeah. Couldn't put a little like they couldn't put a little Reese's. Puff exactly. Like, put something yeah. on the plate. Or like just, yeah, something stupid. Just a, But then again, yeah, I don't worked. know. So then Sophia comes in. All the women are holding. This is a good line. All the women yeah. are holding their And they're noses. going. Mm-hmm. And then Sophia walks in and goes, come on, you couldn't smell that from the hallway. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Which also makes me wonder, does Sophia not smell the horrible thing that she's cooking? Well, Sophia probably doesn't smell a lot of things. I guess. Yeah, maybe that's true. Yeah. Um... Uh, so there's, so then they're, they're, they're sort of talking about, Rose is talking about how she can't sleep because she doesn't know if she should join Al and she's worried about what she's set in motion. And, um, uh, there's just a, a funny moment where it's not really a funny moment, but Blanche says like, no, you know what you said got him up off his duff. Yeah. It's funny because I've never heard anyone say like, to refer to your butt as a duff yeah. other than my mom. Yeah. So that was really funny that Blanche said you got him up off his duff because my mom would say that and it was always like get up off your duff and come over here. Yeah. And it's always up off your duff and I've never I've never heard that expression. I've never heard anybody other than my mom say it. So yeah. I wonder if my mom got it from the Golden Girls. I don't know. Maybe. I mean or maybe it's just like an old expression. Yeah. I have a feeling it's Yeah, old it's expression. probably an old expression. Um <clears throat> and uh and there's a great Sophia joke um where uh She's. She says, uh, you know, ugh, you guys are always talking about men's sex. All I do is hear about your sexual problems. What about my sexual problems? <laughs> Dorothy's like, what are your sexual problems, Ma? And she goes, I'm not getting any. Which I feel like they've done this joke like three times in the but series. But it's a huge problem. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so then we're back in the garage. Yeah. Vincenzo's crew is there. Oh. They are. She has. So Dorothy has an amazing line uh, when she walks in. She was like, um, what is, what is, what oh, was she it? goes, so the, we, she, she, they walk in and we see men, there's old men, one's holding a yeah. cane, okay. one's holding a, one's on yeah. a walker. It's men, they're just as old and disabled as, and, as Vincenzo. And Dorothy walks in and says, looks like the road company of Cocoon, uh, which is the film about senior old, citizens yeah, senior and aliens. Citizens, which yeah. I loved that reference. That's a great movie. Yeah. Um, so Sophia ends up telling one of her Sicily stories. I wasn't paying attention because the whole time I'm looking at 
the extra. The, yeah. One of the old men in the back who's over Sophia, like you can see through past Sophia, he's literally for the whole scene has like a measuring thing, like a an, an angle or whatever. He's just marking the same piece of wood in the yeah. same spot over and over again. That's all he's doing. <laughs> so here I am again wondering what are these people do? Like, why don't they come in and immediately go, this is a terrible idea, but they don't, they just come in and go, Oh, okay. I can get on board with this. They just don't question and move on. It's very, very, because they're just like, we just need free. Like they just need it for free. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But, and also they come in again, nothing. I mean, maybe the men just started, but the room doesn't look any different. It's still just a garage with long planks of wood all over it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the end of Sophia's story, the, 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 which again, I wasn't paying attention because I was watching the dude with the wood. Um, she says, life without risk isn't a life at all, which then prompts Rose. She's like, I'm going to go tell Al that I'm going to sail around the world with him. Yeah. She runs out and the women don't even react to the fact that this means Rose is moving out. Yeah. She literally goes, I'm going to go tell him I'm well, sailing around the world. moving out. Well, that do you know how long that takes? I mean, yeah, but she's she'll be back. Right, but that's still a huge thing. It's huge. They don't even react to it. They're not even like, Rose, that's great. She literally says, I'm gonna go tell him, and then she runs out and Dorothy just turns back to Vincenzo and goes, Okay, Ma, so what is he gonna be doing about the and I'm just like, There's literally your best friend just said she's making a huge life decision and you didn't even you didn't say anything. They probably already processed it because they they talked about it so much. I don't know. I don't know. So, next scene, <laughs> yeah. we're on Al's boat. We're on the boat, which leads us to question, because this boat looks fancy. It looks, we only see a small part of it, but yeah, it looks like he's bought a yacht. It looks like he bought, yeah, which it's again, totally a yacht-like boat. Begs the question, how, how much, much money, money did he did sell he this deli for? Selling a deli in Miami. Um, here's the thing I love. I love the fact that he's throwing a going away party on the boat that he's about to sail off. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think... Because all your friends are going to be, now can picture you on this boat. Uh-huh. They're going to be sailing around. Also, you just bought a boat. Cool thing to have like a party docked on the boat before you sail yeah. around. I thought that was a really fun That's thing. That's an awesome party. It sounds awesome. And it was um, at night too, so I would have gone. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. no sun. Yeah. No sun, no fun. Um, more champagne. Yeah. Women are drinking champagne. And I like how Dorothy walks up to this table of hors d'oeuvres and stuff, and the table feels very, very low. It's so very low. She's like hunching over it, like a like a like a monster or something. <laughs> and and uh, yeah. There's so Dorothy has a great line. She starts sipping yeah. champagne. She goes, "I love champagne. Only problem is, once I have some, I'll kiss any man in sight." <laughs> And then there's just a sound effect of someone jumping off the boat into the water. And then you hear, man overboard! Oh, do you? Yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, And then Blanche goes, don't worry, honey, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. And they walk off. Here's the thing. A man just jumped off the boat. (laughs) Someone just jumped off the boat. But they're docked. They're docked. It doesn't matter! Yeah. Someone just jumped off the boat! (laughs) Someone jumped off the this boat. This is not the wire. They don't and have to get, follow it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Someone jumped off the boat. Well, they have other things to do. They have the hors d'oeuvres to eat. I they, guess. Yeah. They're literally there just for a little party. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm so just they like, walk up. And fine. Blanche has this, like, af- like, she has a very tight perm going on in She's this episode. got, yeah, that's I a mean, poopy it's perm. Like, it's, a, it's an afro. My mom used to have a huge perm. So that's funny that this was the one we kind of noticed that. And well, Blanche had a line that my mom used to say. So we see Rose go up to Al. Which, it's his line delivery. I forget what he said, but she goes up. She's like, Al, I've been looking oh, yeah, everywhere and he for says, you. And he says, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know why. I've been here the whole time. 
It, it was just so weird. I was like, wait, yeah. what? What did he just say? And how big is this boat? Yeah, like, he's like, I, that. That's that's quite perplexing because I've been standing here for the yeah. entire evening. Yeah. I'm just like, wait, what? You can tell he's just a he's a square. He's just a know. weird square dude. Um. So so Rose is like, she's like, I love you, Al. I'm ready to go anywhere with you. I'm assuming she had already told him she's going. Yeah. Right. So she so he knows. Um, and she's all excited. She's so excited to go. Yeah. So excited. She's probably like emotionally prepared for this. She's like ready. And then he's literally just like, I feel seasick. Yeah. And she's like, wait, we haven't even left yet. He's like, yeah, I feel seasick. I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not going to do this adventure. And she's just like, okay, we'll just go to Disney World instead. And again, nah. I'm like, woman, <laughs> have you no convictions? <laughs> have you... This man has yeah. gone from couch potato to I'm going to sail around the world to I can't do it. And Which everything... is not too different from the couch potato. Like, this is a reaction a couch potato would have to get back to the couch. Right. So, he, he he's... Al is a very impulsive person. I just feel like this entire episode is filled with, like, people just not caring or understanding the impact of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this whole episode is just people not understanding things. Also, like... <coughs> What's he going to do with the boat? That's what I was thinking. I was like, he, you know, she's like, yeah, that's fine. We can go to Disney World. And then there's a funny moment where she starts describing, we'll go on Space Mountain and it'll go up and down and yeah. crazy it around and he throws up. But I'm like, if he doesn't sell that fucking boat, they're not going to be able to afford to go to Disneyland. No. That's his entire life Now savings. he has a fucking boat to sell. Yeah. Yeah. And he's already bought it, so the value's depreciated no matter what. If he bought a new boat, yeah. once you step foot in that boat, that's like as soon as you drive that new car off the lot, the value goes way down. Yeah. So just like maybe Rose shouldn't date he's an impulsive person. And it's it, also for a man who decides he wants to sail around the world, has he never been on a boat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Oh, God, Al. <sighs> Al's such a dummy. So, <laughs> it, yeah, he's a dummy. I'm so he's, glad that... He's such a dummy at life. No wonder he ran a deli. What I would have liked more <laughs> is if Rose was like, okay, okay, yeah, um, Al, I 100 respect your, I respect your decision. That's, I can do that. Um, But I'm just going to let you know that I'm going to go ahead and dump you yeah, right now yeah. because... I'm going to have to go. Yeah, uh, because that's all, it's just going to go back to him wanting to watch TV again. Yeah. Although, in the next scene, which is in the kitchen, Rose comes in, she says they're going to go to the Philharmonic in the park, which, you know what, that's all Rose really wanted all along. Yeah, she just that wanted kind to go out more. She just wanted to go out and have a good time, nothing big, nothing too fancy. Yeah. Um, Maybe buy her a snack. <clears throat> Sophia comes to the women and says, Vincenzo has finished the garage. Yeah. They go out into the garage. Guess what? Spoiler alert. It's a, just a fucking garage. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. They moved the wood out. Yeah. He moved the wood out. Um, I forget. Why does she well, say... Why does... He, he, he misunderstood. Can, he, he misunderstood them, and they just accept it. They're just like, oh, it's okay. Well, this is fine. I can't go through this another week. And right. It's like, well, they didn't pay him anything, which... But again, but they what? should have known from day one. So all he did was bring in wood and take it out. No, he didn't even bring it in. The other contractor brought it in. So if anything, he stole their wood. <laughs> yeah, true. Because it's not like he took anything Yeah, because where is it now? He just stole their wood wow. and their windows. Maybe he resold it. I hope he resold um, it. There was a, also a moment where, and I know we've talked about this, especially when we interview like former writers on the show, and, and we hear people talk about how, um, you know, as the seasons went on, Estelle had more and more trouble remembering her lines. Yeah. We have a lot of cue cards. And this whole scene when she's reciting Italian to Vincenzo, I mean, you can very clearly tell she's looking directly at a cue card, but also... 
her voice, they've ADR'd it, which means um, after the episode has been shot, you yeah. then go back in and you re-record it and they sort of lay it over what you've already shot and, and you know get rid of that audio. Because her mouth, when she's talking, it doesn't match up to what she's saying. Yeah. And sometimes you can hear when somebody's ADR'd something because the um, because there it's somebody hovered over a microphone in a booth versus yeah. being in an open room where you hear the natural acoustics. You of see the it room. on commercials a lot. Yeah, you can see it on commercials sometimes. Yeah. You'll see it in the the um, some of the KFC commercials with Norm Macdonald. I've seen it. Like uh, whenever you see a person talking and the body doesn't fit that voice, like nine times. Oh yeah, when you, if you voice. can see a little bit of their mouth, yeah. and yeah, so so it was ADR, which would get made me feel kind of sad that she yeah. you know wasn't that. You know, she was... That, She's that also speaking a foreign language. She is speaking a foreign language, which, yeah, even with cue cards in front of you, you know, I'm sure it's helpful to, to hear it right before you say it. Yeah. Um, so so that happens, and then the, the women, I forget what leads to them walking out of the garage. He, like, makes a pass at them, I think. Yes, he makes a pass at them, which makes him get out of the chair. Yes, so then he gets out, he stands up. Again, huge thing. Yeah. The man is suddenly walking. Either he was faking it or it's a miracle. And he's, he's, he's a hornball, so he's going after them. But he's also sort of dragging the wheelchair with him as he walks. Do you think it's implied that he was never, that he was never, like... Or that his, his, his libido is so strong that it not only makes him erect, it makes his legs work. Again, huge thing that we just kind of gloss over because that's yeah. the end of the episode. Yeah. A lot of big things happen. I mean... I mean, a man walked, a man who was wheelchair-bound stood up and walked. Yeah. And another man maybe lost the the, the usage of his legs by jumping into a shallow yeah. body of water off of and a yacht. And another man, you know, sank himself financially. Whoa! Yeah. Metaphor. I mean, I'm keeping it in wow. line. Wow. Keeping it in line. He sank himself financially by buying a boat. Yeah. Do you think, you know how when they say, like, when one person dies, another baby is born, and it's the, uh-huh. you know, the whole, like, cycle like, of life? Do you think that when that man jumped off the boat into the water and, and shattered his spine and broke it, do you think that's the moment? No, I guess it couldn't be the moment when Vincenzo stood up. Never mind. Oh, I was no. trying to make no. a deeper conclusion. Yeah, I think we should have left it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And that is that's the episode. And that's Rose's big adventure. Which guess what? It's not no, so big. It's, it's not stayed, so big. It was pretty local. It's no Pee Wee's big adventure. No, I'll tell you that because no. that, my friends, is an actual adventure. You know, I was at an audition for a game show with Elliot, a frequent host. And Whoa, name dropping and talking about how cool you are by going on auditions for game shows. Brag I mean, much? No, but <laughs> the woman, kidding. woman from Big, big Top or from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, who played the waitress, she was at the audition with me. E.G. Daly. Yeah. <gasps> she was auditioning for this the game voice show. of Tommy Pickles and um, Phoebe's former friend on Friends, who sang oh. Smelly Cat with her on, okay. on the show, who stole Smelly Cat from her. Yeah, but the that was her former writing partner. Who as at that just. Truck stop diner thing. Yeah, yeah. Re- Dottie. Yeah, I'm a loner, Dottie. Yeah, a rebel. Yeah. Ah, oh, Pee Wee. I can't really do her yeah. voice, but that's it. That's, that's great. her. She was there. She looks great. Red hair. Were you just like E.G. Daly? I just want to say. No, I was just like, oh my god, look, that's who that is. And then we went and auditioned. Oh, okay. And we smoked that audition. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Hopefully, we get on. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, so this is a meh episode. Yeah, it was a meh. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your golden takeaway from this episode? Oh, boy. My golden takeaway from this episode. Oh, man, there's so many. Um, My golden takeaway yeah, go ahead, is you go to first. only <laughs> ever hire, like, I don't, I'm not for profiling people you hire into your life to do things in your home, except for, like, construction workers, because they work up a sweat and then you have to offer them things. They'd be like, oh, you're really hot. Here's some water. And then 
they're, it's tight to their clothes, so they should be attractive. That's, okay, so when you say profiling, you don't mean... See, where I thought you were... I don't mean racially. I mean, like, sexually. Well, I thought where you were going <laughs> is you were going to say, A, don't hire someone who's in a wheelchair who's supposed to be the one physically doing the work, and B, don't maybe you- hire someone who, you know, you can communicate with. Oh, no, I'm or... saying only hire someone sexually attractive. Okay. Yeah. All right, so you're saying no uggos. I don't care if they can't speak English or they don't do the work. Or if or they're anything. in a wheelchair. Yeah. I want them to be sexually attractive. All right. Yeah. So any hot men out there who are contractors, yeah. do you need any work done right now? No, I rent. <laughs> 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 I know this. So, I know this about you. So um, it's pretty much in All right. Well, that's a good takeaway. Yeah. Um, my takeaway is uh, maybe don't don't blow past things in life yeah. when they, when they seem like you know like when your friend says I'm going to make a huge life decision and go sail around the world with a man I'm dating, uh, or when someone jumps off a ship that you're on. Maybe just like <laughs> don't blow past it. Don't just continue drinking your champagne. Don't just continue. Yeah. Uh, living a panic-free moment. When you see a suicide, don't don't try. When you see a to suicide, to stop it. say a suicide. Yeah, yeah, no, say something. You see something, say something. Yeah, the old adage, New yeah. York adage. Yeah. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this is I've obviously been out on the lanai. Go to outonthelanai.com for everything. Out on the lanai. Yeah, and go to our uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast. We are also on Twitter. Our handle is Golden Girls Pod, and we're still on Tumblr. Um, And I just want to say, I had asked uh, fans on the Facebook page what their favorite Golden Girls episode is and nev- have never have never gotten more responses. So it's been so much fun to see uh, what your favorite episodes have been. Uh, so thank you guys for responding and to that. And keep sharing your thoughts and stuff and go to iTunes to give us a little review because that matters. Yes, uh, and um, I am... Uh, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And I am H. Allen Scott on everything. Uh, and as always, guys, you know, uh, Out on the Lanai is a headgum podcast and we are hosted by Spreaker. Um, so be sure to always check out those guys. And guys, remember, stay, stay golden. That was a HeadGum Podcast.